Hello, everyone. My name is Brennan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And welcome to A Thousand Generations, my Thursday show presented by Page Turners. They were not my Star Wars podcast. On Thursdays on A Thousand Generations, we discuss the Star Wars saga as a whole and nostalgia. But this week, I wanted to discuss a bit of news. So let's begin with this very first item. And that is that the Star Wars The Bad Batch is getting a second season. That has been officially confirmed. With tomorrow being the final episode of season one, let's discuss a little bit of what we might see in season two. There is no official news about what the content of season two will be, so let's indulge in a little responsible speculation. Shout out to Force Center for keeping me grounded. So, as we saw in the end of last week's episode of The Bad Batch, the cloning facilities on Camino are being destroyed. Uh, we do not know if the Empire is committing genocide on the Kaminoans, but it is highly likely. The Empire we see is maintaining cloning information for themselves, but destroying cloning on a mass level. The implication being that by keeping the cloning secrets to themselves, the Empire is preparing for Palpatine's contingency. So season two, the cloning facilities are shut down. The clones are slowly being retired, we'll say. I think right now, because they stopped cloning, the clones are going to be used basically as cannon fodder by the Empire until there are no more or very few left. Now, one interesting note is that we have seen Captain Rex have his chip removed. We've seen Gregor have his chip removed. But the third clone that we see in Rebels that was with Rex and Gregor was the clone trooper Wolf. Will Wolf appear in the second season or somewhere down the line with the storyline about how our heroes were able to rescue him from the clutches of the Empire? That might be something we see. Now, as for 
further adventures involving Captain Rex, I suspect that we will see more. Um, also, there is a, a possibility that Ahsoka may cross paths with the Bad Batch at some point, as it would make sense um, in the story to see that. And other characters in the galaxy that we might see, and who knows, could be characters like Hondo Onaka. Um, we could see the um, maybe an early appearance from Darth Vader. You know, the possibilities of what we might see are endless. But let's, as far as the story is concerned, um, as far as story developments, I'm not really sure what we would see. The clones are basically on the run from the Empire. And the Empire shut down its cloning operations. Except in some rare cases. So, you know, I don't know. It really is a big mystery as to what will occur in the second season. As we see the Empire taking control of the galaxy, I have no real idea what we might run into in the course of storytelling, but as far as characters are concerned, there is a whole plethora of characters we might meet up with. And the stories are exciting, but the characters that we might see, as well as, of course, new characters, are what intrigues me the most. So those are my thoughts on a season two of The Bad Batch. And quite frankly, whatever they give me, and it works for me, I'm willing to accept, no matter what. So I don't want to speculate too deeply. Hashtag speculate responsibly. Okay, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll discuss some casting rumors. See you in a minute. Okay, we are back. In the second half of today's episode, we are just going to discuss some rumors. Now, yet again, we should be very careful with rumors. I had stayed kind of away from the Star Wars discourse as a whole because I don't want to run into either spoilers or unsavory characters, we shall say. As far as the casting rumors are concerned, Let's just take them as they are, rumors. They're not set in stone. Not yet, but let's discuss. So the casting rumors are around the Ahsoka series. The live action Ahsoka series, which will star Rosaria Dawson, reprising her role from The Mandalorian. In her own show, which we think is going to involve the search for Ezra 
and we already know will involve Grand Admiral Thrawn, as Ahsoka mentioned that name in the episode, The Jedi of Season 2 of The Mandalorian. That took me completely by surprise when I watched that episode, that she had shouted out Grand Admiral Thrawn. Now, there has been some discussion online as to when does the epilogue of the Star Wars Rebels series take place. Long story short, there is an epilogue at the end of Star Wars Rebels in which Sabine Wren, the Mandalorian from the Rebels, is discussing the fact with the audience, or narrating rather, that she and Ahsoka are going to team up together to go look for Ezra Bridger. Ezra Bridger and Grand Admiral Thrawn were involved in a fight when Ezra called on the Force and these whale-like space creatures the Purgle, which had been introduced earlier, arrived and took Grand Admiral Thrawn's Star Destroyer with Ezra and Thrawn on board out into space unknown. It took them into hyperspace and no one knew where it went. So Sabine and Ahsoka were going to team up to find Ezra. In the episode, The Jedi of the Mandalorian, Ahsoka asked or demanded of the magistrate of the town, where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? Um, so it seems that they have not found him yet. That would be the theory. So let's begin with the Grand Admiral Thrawn rumors. There is a rumor that the voice actor who plays Grand Admiral Thrawn, Lars Mikkelsen, will appear as Grand Admiral Thrawn in live action. Lars Mikkelsen is the brother of Mads Mikkelsen, who played Galen Erso in Rogue One. Lars Mikkelsen is a very accomplished stage and screen actor. I think he looks enough like Thrawn that it would work. And obviously the voice, which the voice of Grand Admiral Thrawn in Rebels was perfect. It would fit very well to have Lars Mikkelsen be the voice of the voice of Thrawn in the cartoons, as well as playing Thrawn in live action. Because I look at it this way. To me, if the actor is not accomplished, or has not been in a lot of live action things, I get very concerned that they might not be up to the test. But if they do have a significant resume, 
such as Katie Sackhoff as Bo-Katan, then to me it works. Ashley Eckstein had not appeared in very many live-action things. So casting Rosario Dawson as Soko made more sense to me. Okay, so if Lars Mikkelsen is Thrawn, I say yes. The other rumor is Mina Masood as Ezra. Mina Masood played Aladdin in the live-action Disney version. A movie which I think everybody rolled their eyes at, but ended up, at least they rolled their eyes at it when it was on its way. But when it came out, it was decently well-reviewed, and people were surprised at how much they enjoyed it. In general, in Minamasood playing Ezra, I think would be a great fit for a couple of reasons. Number one, Ezra to me always looked like a Middle Eastern character. The skin tone, the dark hair, the dark eyes. To me, it always seemed that it would be appropriate to have him played by either a Latino or a Middle Eastern person. And I think that Mina Masood, being Middle Eastern, would be perfect. Furthermore, Ezra always struck people as space Aladdin. He had the hair, he had the 90s personality, he had the talk his way out of trouble kind of attitude that fits with Aladdin. Ezra can also be a little awkward and goofy. Minamasud embodies all these qualities, I think. As well as being the right age, I think. So, Minamasud is Ezra? Yeah, I would be on board for that. Now, the third casting rumor isn't so much a casting rumor as it is a rumor that they are seeking an actress to play Sabine Wren. Okay. Taya Sirkar, who plays Sabine Wren, has a significant TV and film resume. She would be able to play the part because she does have the talent. She has demonstrated that she can handle live action. In fact, that's most of what she does. Now, the look of the character, and go with me on this, I think she is a little bit darker than Sabine. Taya Sirkar Indian, and clearly, I think has Southern Indian heritage. So she's darker than Sabine. But now it's so dark that it wouldn't work. I looked at an image of Jason Cry the other day and I thought, okay, she would not be my first choice, but if they were to cast her and she were to make the leap from voice acting the character to playing the character in live action, I would say, okay. In my own opinion, 
Sabine was destined to be played by an East Asian actress, a Filipina actress, an East Asian actress, maybe a Latina actress, but mostly either Filipina or East Asian or even Eurasian. I do not think it would be appropriate for her to be played by a white actress. I've heard some suggestions to that regard, and I just don't think it would be appropriate to the look of the character. So in terms of who could play her, there are some people who pointed out the actress Chloe Bennett, who is half Asian. And I looked at her, an image of her, and thought, okay, yeah. But at this point, it's an open book. If they were to say Taya Sirkar was playing her, sure. But if they were to pick somebody else who had the right look, then yes, I would say yes. So, that casting rumor, yet again, there is no official rumor. Official rumor, and that's a contradiction. There is no rumor as to who, other than fan requests. But Mina Masood and Lars Mikkelsen are in the rumor mill, and I would say yes to them. But these are just rumors. Let's take them with a grain of salt. But I'm excited about this Ahsoka series. So we'll see what we get. My name is Brennan Moore. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator, and thank you. We're tuning in to this special A Thousand Generations, presented by Fates Turners. They were not my Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you. Thank you.